The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus said in reply, The coming of the kingdom of God cannot be observed, and no one will announce, Look, here it is, or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is among you. Then he said to his disciples, The days will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. There will be those who will say to you, Look, there he is, or look, here he is. Do not go off, do not run in pursuit. For just as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer greatly and be rejected by this generation. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. We only get a, a few days of this wonderful book of wisdom. Uh, it was written approximately 50 years before the coming of Christ. And it's amazing to see the beautiful passage that we have today, how it really describes the work of Christ and the Holy Spirit in the world. And this happened before Christ came, and we're seeing it in the lives of the saints. We see it in the life of the church after uh, the resurrection. Uh, the book, I've read that the, uh, to summarize the book, it's the perfection of knowledge put into action. The perfection of knowledge put into action. Uh, Jesus' words today that says, For behold, the kingdom of God is among you. Uh, other translations would say, in your midst. It's in the actions that we all have. And when we go back over to wisdom, um, it's the wisdom passing into holy souls from age to age, she produces friends of God and prophets. It's in the actions. It's not in the physical, tangible things that we want to see that ultimately help us, you know, analyze is the kingdom winning? It's in the actions of what people do. So it's not so much historical. I mean, yes, those are important. It's in the current everyday actions that through grace come and help us. Um, Augustine had some um, words to help us think about this way that grace works, how this coming into souls, helping us to work on those actions that we have. Um, he, he said, or, or, or it was kind of redefined with him, he says, define grace works on the human soul with savatis 
amoris, the gentleness of love. God awakens in us love and willingness, not violating our free nature, but rather elevating our wills to the fullness and perfection. And isn't that what we see many times when the Holy Spirit is working with us? You know, it's like, where did that come from? How did, how did this happen? Yes, it's me, but how did, how did we get to this point? And there's something that elevated the will to take the appropriate action. And all you can do is credit it to what the Holy Spirit did. Um, that brings us to St. Martin of Tours, our saint that we're celebrating today. Uh, he was in the fourth century. Um, you may know him uh, from uh, the first act that he did, which was basically uh, slicing his coat in half and giving it to um, uh, uh, basically a naked man. So when we think about the seven works of mercy, sometimes he's represented as the person um, clothing the naked because he didn't have anything else. He was in the military, but he had nothing else, so he cut his cloak in half. The interesting thing with him, he was, uh, he started to become interested in Christianity at the age of 10, and his father wanted nothing to do with that. His parents were pagans. Uh, Christianity was not well thought of. It was, had only recently become legalized. So at the age of 15, he was put into the military because his dad thought that would get rid of this crazy notion of being a Christian. And it was during this time of his early years of being in the military that he was confronted with this uh, naked man who in the bitter cold needed some clothing and the only thing he had was his cloak. So he cut it in half. But in a dream, he saw Jesus come to him in that cloak that he had cut for the beggar. And Jesus was telling the angels, look, only a catechumen, but yet he still clothed me. And that really fueled him to go down the path to become baptized. Uh, and he had other works of great faith that elevated him to be bishop, which he really had no, he didn't want that, but the people saw his great faith and they really wanted him to lead them. And he did miraculous things through his life. Now this idea of action on his deathbed, and I think that's where you really kind of see, okay, how did you end your life? On his deathbed, he said, oh Lord, if I can be of any further use to your people, I do not refuse the work. Thy will be done. If you need me more, I will stay, I will do it. It's in the actions, it's in the actions that we're asked to do every day. And he led a life that did that, and he was one of the first uh, saints that was not a martyr uh, because of the time that he lived, and, but the way he lived. Uh, I thought of, uh, there was a quote by um, Ralph Waldo Emerson. What you do speak so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. 
your actions. That's, that's the critical part. How does this apply today? Um, you know, we could use lots of different examples. Um, I really think about that uh, Catholic school where they had the pro-life uh, uh, assembly and 800 students got up and walked out. And only two dozen stayed. And it's a, it's a, it's a, there's on many elements you say, what, what a failure for a Catholic school system. But if we think about the situation, how powerful the 24 students in front of 800 people, their peers walking out to stay. That's a powerful message. Uh, in St. Martin of Tours Day, many people laughed at him for cutting that cloak. But yet he was called to do it to set an example that others looked and felt. There were many laughing, but there were many that said, wow, that's powerful. In all of the difficult things that happen in our world, there are opportunities for wisdom the Holy Spirit and grace to work inside of people, to bring them individually closer and make the decisions, perform the actions that stand out. And that's what we need to really be thankful for. We sometimes uh, look at the scoreboard and we say, okay, 800 to 24, seems like we're losing. But 24, 24 and what? What impact does that do on the others? And what strength does that give to us to see how they can stand up and say, no, I, I, want, to, I want to learn. I want to have, I want to see what life really means. And I want to thirst for that. So as, as I say at the end of this Mass, the Mass is ended, go out glorifying the Lord with your life. That's what we're really saying. Take the actions outside and listen to the Holy Spirit and draw from the power and grace that is there. Let's stand and offer.